This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, you're listening to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio. And we're just talking about celebrities, actually. Me and the producer, we were talking about Taylor Swift. And does she have cats? If you're a Swifty out there and you know, let me know. Does Taylor Swift have cats? What's her animal connection? I know Ryan Gosling has a rescue dog. And lately, Keanu Reeves was seen on Facebook with a picture of him wearing a t-shirt that talked about looking good with pet hair on your shirt. So I'm kind of interested in that. Miley Cyrus, she goes and protests some things like the wolf hunt, the wolf cull. And I would love to have any of these people on my show. Yes, I would. If they're out there and you know them or you have a connection to them, I would love to have one of these celebrities on my show. I will help them with their pet problems and give them a platform for their pet politics. And they can just come on Animal Party. So let me know. If you've got a question for me on a future show, Deb at Pet Life Radio is where you could send your little voice clip. Just make a voice memo with your cell phone and send it off to me. Tell me about your atrocious cat or your wonderful cat or your horrendous puppy or your noble dog. But when you do, please make sure you give me some details, okay? Like, I don't want the book the book on your dog called Rocky. No, but I do want to know Rocky's age, size, type, a few basic things. Is he neutered or spayed? Have you had your cat forever? Did you just get it? You know, a few basic facts. So I get the story of what's going on because I am trying to figure out the problem and then give you a solution. And sometimes the problem is really simple, like new person moved in next door or the litter box needs to be moved out of the laundry room or... Oh, all kinds of simple, simple things. The dog who you think is scared of the car actually isn't. And we can fix that lickety split in like three days. And then you have a dog who loves the car. So if you've got a problem like that, send it to Deb at PetLifeRadio.com. And we'll play your voice clip on the air and then answer it. All right. So today I want to talk about dogs and I want to talk about cats like I usually do. But I also want to talk about raccoons. And, um, you know, I love that song, that Beatles song, Rocky Raccoon. Oh, I love that song, actually. But the raccoon is not such a friendly visitor in our homes. And I've had the situation where I was supposed to visit dogs in their house, bring them to camp. And I noticed the people when I did my first meeting to meet them, I noticed the people sitting around the living room watching out this beautiful bay window as their house cats ate with raccoons. They put out extra dishes of cat food for the raccoons, these people said. And I found this alarming. They had a couple of bird feeders that were teeming with birds, and their cats were really fat and didn't seem to be hunting the birds. And the raccoons didn't seem to be hunting the cats. It all seemed to be peaceful. But I just thought, oh my gosh, people, if one day the raccoon's extra hungry, maybe it's pregnant, or maybe you forgot to put food out. Or maybe the food got taken by another animal, a skunk in the night or something. And now the raccoon shows up hungry. You do realize your cat's on the menu. No, they insisted. Oh, no, our raccoons would never do that. Okay, but what about their friends? (laughs) I think sometimes we overestimate the domestication of a few 
individual wild animals. And we don't realize that actually your cats are still on their menu. So are your little dogs. So on that note, I'm going to come back from break and tell you about some pretty scary things happening in the city of Vancouver in a beautiful part of town called Kitsilano. Yeah, where the swanky people go to the beach. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Stay tuned to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hello. You're listening to Animal Party on Pet Life Radio. Do I hate raccoons? No, I do not hate raccoons. In fact, when this show gets posted, hopefully I'll have finally posted the YouTube video I took of a raccoon I had to deal with. We had this raccoon, and it wasn't just taking one chicken and eating the whole thing. And No, it was coming in and killing several and leaving most of their bodies just sitting there for me to find, you know, with tears. And it was taking just a really small portion of their throat, the part where the grain and the craw and all the good tender stuff is, sort of like that fancy French delicacy people like when they stuff birds' gullets and then eat that part of them. So foie gras. Anyway, so that's what the raccoon likes. He's quite the uh, gourmet and he will kill an entire flock just to eat a few of those, just to eat that little yummy morsel. So I had this raccoon and I couldn't get rid of him and I have electric fences and all kinds of measures like a professional pest company that comes and has rat traps. So I won't have rats that would draw raccoons. And the whole thing is usually normally fine. But one raccoon figured it out, figured out how she could get over that fence, figured out how she get into the coop, figured out everything. And no matter how much I tried, she just kept coming on preying on the chickens. She would come just after they were let out. Or if one didn't go in at night, she'd find it. So finally, we had to trap her. And we did trap. We caught her in a live trap. So if you want to see the journey of Rocky the raccoon, as we caught her and then we took her to the lake and we released her miles and miles from here on land near a lake where she can forage and live happily without living off my chickens. So you can check that out. But you will notice if you look at the video that she is extremely aggressive. She doesn't want us anywhere near her. And she's got talons. Her claws are like eagle talons. They're so sharp. And there are so many of them. You know, like a dog has one weapon, his mouth. This animal has five on each hand, 20 knives ready to cut you and a mouth. So it was a scary time. And we did it as humanely as we could without touching her or going anywhere near her. And I'm sure she's living her best life over there at the lake, lakefront property for the raccoon. But if you want to check that out, check that out when this show's posted on my Dub Wolf Pet Expert YouTube channel. It'll be there under Rocky Raccoon. 
So, okay, so we're going to talk about the raccoons in Vancouver. What's happening is Arbutus and West First. For those of you who know Vancouver, you're immediately thinking of, oh, Arbutus and West First. That's the totem pole. That's the beach. That's the marine museum. That's the off-leash dog area. That's the boating area. That's a beautiful place for people to come and walk and hike and run and play basketball and tennis. And it's packed with people, beach volleyball. It's right downtown in the city. You can look right across at the downtown of Vancouver, but you're just in this beautiful, beautiful beach in the Georgia Strait. Uh, it's just so, so, so beautiful. And the water's very, very calm there. And it's the Pacific Ocean, but it's a strait that goes inside Vancouver's waters. Very, very beautiful place to be. Except if you're walking a little dog or even a big dog and you come across Arbutus and First, because right now there are raccoons attacking dogs and people. And I'm not talking about, you know, a little bit of a scuffle. I'm talking people are going to the hospital for stitches. A dog lost an eye. Okay. This is pretty serious. He's a shih tzu. And he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And despite the owner's best efforts to lift him out of the way, I mean, the people describe it. If you if you Google it, you'll see their description. Blood everywhere. Raccoons coming out of nowhere, attacking them from all angles. And yeah, so why is this happening? Well, stay tuned and I'll tell you on Animal Party Pet Life Radio. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hello. So why are these raccoons normally out at night only, normally hunting little things like rats and foraging for garbage? Why are they there at first in Arbutus? Well, we've had one of the hottest summers we've had in a long time. As hot as last year and the year before with a long, long stretch of sun and only one rainy day. And that means the beaches are packed with people bringing yummy things and leaving them behind. So that's the first part of the puzzle. The raccoons want that turf and they want that food and they want that territory. Not just the food you leave behind, your crumbs, your crust, your empty bag of potato chips that had three left. Not just that, but the rodents that come after that. So the raccoons have got a buffet going on on the beach there. And they probably have young as well. Young that are now out learning to hunt and forage as well. Not just babies nursing, but actually young running around. And so the last thing Mama Raccoon wants on her turf near the buffet where her youngsters are learning to eat is a predatory canine. And that's how she sees your dog. Even though it's a little Shih Tzu or a Golden Retriever or a dog that's never hurt anybody in its life, 
She doesn't know that. She smells canine. And the other canines she's encountered have not been so nice, let's just say. It's not a very easy relationship between raccoons and dogs. Raccoons do not smell like dogs. People think, oh, they're so little and cute. They must smell like dogs or cats. No, no, they don't. They smell like little bears. That's what they smell like to dogs. They smell odd and strange and like the garbage they eat. And definitely like something that dogs, most dogs, are keyed up to chase away. So you want to be extra, extra, extra careful. Keep your dogs on leash if you're around raccoons. Get your garbage situation in order. That means fruit trees too. Get it all in order so you're not drawing these pests. Out here, we have bears. We have bigger things you might be drawing with those fruit trees. But raccoons, the raccoons here are pretty big. And you'll see from my video, this female immature raccoon that we caught and relocated, Rocky, was huge. She'd, she'd easily kill your cats, easily kill your medium-sized to small dog. She might even give your large dog a run for its money. I've only had one occasion where I saw a dog win against a raccoon, and it was by accident. It was Thump. Thump. Oh, beloved Thump. He's got a head like a cow. He's so big. Like he, His head just dwarfs mine. Big old Rottweiler Thump. And I think it was Thump. Might have been Chopper, the Rottweiler before him. For a while there, I had one Rottweiler after another. And it was either Chopper or Thump who did this. It was outside, and I had a raccoon in my garbage. And I kept my garbage very neat and clean. But on garbage day, it was a problem back then. And I told the dog, go get it, thinking he would chase the raccoon away because that's normally what he would do. But the raccoon turned on him and he didn't chase it away. And I'll never tell a dog to go get it to a raccoon again. I never will. But anyway, the raccoon turned on the dog and the dog turned on the raccoon. And the next thing I knew, the raccoon was two raccoons. He actually made two raccoons out of one raccoon. And it was the most horribly gory situation I'd ever seen with a dog and a raccoon. It stained the driveway. The raccoons did not come back to my garbage for a very long time. So that was the good side. But the bad side was, <laughs> it was not the outcome I wanted. I really did want to chase the raccoon away. But the thing about raccoons is you can't chase them away. You have to catch them and relocate them very far. And the problem with that is where you're relocating them to is probably already occupied real estate. So when they get there, they may have a hard time. Now, in our case, this immature female, she probably found mates and did just fine out there. But sometimes there's just no place to go for a raccoon. At any rate, I would not suggest you put your dogs in this situation because raccoons carry rabies. Not always, but they are the most likely carrier of it in North America. So of all the animals around, the most likely animal you see that would have rabies is a raccoon. So that's one caution. And the other thing they have in abundance is roundworm, which is contagious to people and pets. And it does spread not just through their feces. There's other ways like saliva and other ways. So you have to be really, really careful around raccoons. And even if you think your dog is tough enough to take one on, don't put him in that position. There might be more raccoons, might not just be one. And one wrong move and the raccoon could take his eye like this poor Shih Tzu in Kitsilano. So don't chance it. Keep your dogs on leash. Keep your dogs away from raccoons. Keep your food tidy. Keep your fruit trees bare. So there's no reason for them to come visit you. All right, everybody. 
Thanks for listening today. It's been Deb Wolf at Animal Party Pet Life Radio. And from me and Animal Party Pet Life Radio, thanks for listening. Be good to your animals. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.